Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Hi, I'm Michael R., the narrator for this wonderful audio drama. I want to drop the announcer voice for a moment and talk to you about supporting Boom and Observer Pictures. Here's the thing. This show exists because of you, the listener, and supporting us through Patreon will help ensure that we always give you the best quality show we can. Besides just being a way to express your appreciation, being a patron gets you access to exclusive episodes and merchandise, discounts at the Teespring shop, peeks behind the scenes, I love those, and a whole lot more. And it all starts at just $2 a month. So please, visit boom.observerpictures.com Click on Become a Member and join Patreon today. Now, here's the show. Observer Pictures presents Boom, a serial drama. Written and directed by Faith McQuinn. This is episode 35, Somewhere But Not Here. It's been two weeks since Allie's attack. Luke is still on the run. Today is Porter's last day of home confinement and court-ordered therapy. I want to take our last five minutes to discuss your plans after today. Uh, Hopefully you've started looking for another therapist. I was hoping I could keep seeing you, if that's an option. Really? You sound surprised, Dr. Bentham. It's because I am. I didn't think you'd want to see me ever again, honestly. Why? Your constant hostility, for one. It's not constant. It's not actively so, but it's constant. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't be. It's understandable, Porter. You were forced into this situation. I'm very used to dealing with patients who don't want to be here, but it doesn't mean that I have no sympathy for them. I am glad you want to continue therapy. I really am. But I'm not sure if it should be with me. Wow. Uh, Hear me out. How long did it take for you to be comfortable with Dr. Abbott? Truly comfortable? I don't know. A year? All right. Do you think you and I could get there in a year? Sure. Why? I don't know, because it takes me some time to trust people and get used to them. I'll get used to you. I'm already getting used to you. Calm down. We're still just talking. 
your health is important and I want to make sure you're making the best choices for yourself. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, how did you find Dr. Abbott? Dax knows her. He gave me her information. And you called her on your own? Dax pushed me a little, but yeah. Hmm. When you weren't allowed to see her anymore, how did that make you feel? Angry. Elaborate, please. I was angry because she was actually helping me. And Luke knew that. He took that away. He took that choice away from you. And now, because of him, you were arrested, you went to jail, and now you're here in my office. These were not your choices. I was not your choice. Is that something you can get past? I don't know. It's okay not to be sure, but I don't want you to make this decision because it's convenient or easy. Therapy isn't easy. And you should be with a therapist that works for you. I do know that I can't start over. We've had a month, and I've told you way more than I told Dr. Abbott in our first month. I know that's because of her and how she helped me get a little better. I can't start again. I can't open myself up to one more person. You weren't my choice, I know that, but I'm making it now. I'm still getting used to you, but I am getting used to you. All right. That's good. That's really good. Let's give it a go, then. Great. So do I keep the same time, or do... Oh, no. Uh, actually, this is only my office when I'm doing work for the state. I have a private practice. Oh, bonus. I don't have to come back to this shithole anymore. <laughs> Look, you're opening up already. <laughs> Here's my card. Let's look at something next week, okay? Great. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. For everything. It's my job. This isn't our last session, Porter. It's just our last one like this. I'll see you next week. Send your ankle jewelry. <laughs> I'll call and schedule. Bye, Dr. Bentham. Bye, Porter. Is anyone else coming? No, Mom, just Dax. Why isn't Myra coming? Because they aren't together right now. Well, when did that happen? I don't know. Ignore I them. You know I'd rather go out to eat. Yeah, but there are at least two reporters parked outside. Do you think going out in public is the best idea? I don't really care. I just want to leave. The monitor's been off for three hours and I'm still in the fucking house. Porter! I'm sorry, Mom, but this situation calls for a little swearing. I've been basically stuck in the house for over a month. I just want to leave. Well... At least wait until we're done with dinner. This is a celebration. I made all your favorites. We're never going to eat all of this. That's what refrigerators are for. I'm sure Dax will take some home, too. He doesn't have anyone to cook for him. He really should have someone to cook for him. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> it's open. Hey, Dax. We were just talking about you. Oh, yeah? Isabel thinks you need a... Special someone. Oh, that's an interesting thing to be talking about. I just think that after what happened, it would be nice if you had someone to come home to. <laughs> that's very kind of you, Mrs. Owens, Do you but... need me to take that bag? 
Yeah. I brought some wine and some beer. Can't come to dinner empty-handed. You are always such a gentleman. I can't believe you're single. Mom, is there more food we need to grab in the kitchen? No, this is everything. We'll grab the glasses, open the wine. You all just have a seat. Your mom's happier than I expected. It's called denial. I think you'd recognize it. (laughs) Yes, I'm constantly diagnosing my friend's parents. (laughs) How are you doing? Better. Not great, but better. Same here. The building's uh, entry codes were finally changed. The cops still coming by? I see patrol cars every once in a while. Don't know if they're just driving by or what. Hey, I talked to Bentham. He agreed. We're going to schedule for next week. Really proud of you, man. I mean, with all this shit happening, you wouldn't have been in the same space a year ago. What about you? Are there therapists for therapists? I'm fine. Guys, I know you're trying to take your time, but please rescue me. We're coming. At least give me the wine. I understand why you wanted to go out. (laughs) Can we talk about Myra now? No. I don't want to be rude, but this really isn't dinner conversation. Then it's a good thing we're done with dinner. I don't think that's what he meant, Mom. Mrs. Owens, maybe this isn't the best time. Then when is a good time for the conversation? We're leaving in a couple of days. When do I really get to talk to my son? You're talking to him now, hon. We've been talking for the past hour. Porter, I don't know anything about you anymore. He's just not ready to talk. Well, he talks to that doctor all the time. Why can't he talk to us? Porter sees a therapist to help him. I'm his mother. I should be the one who helps him. Mom, Dax is a therapist. I didn't mean anything by that, Dax. You know I love you. I want to know why Myra's not here. Oh, hey, Anna, Dax, uh, did I just say I didn't want to talk about Myra? Mom, can we just... Who is the parent at this table? (sighs) Fine. We broke up. Why? (laughs) Really? Did you do something wrong? Holy... Oh, my God. Mom. She was so worried about you while you were in... Jail. Just say it, Isabel. I don't want to think about that. This... This is why I don't talk to you, Mom. A lot of bad shit has happened, but I've been dealing with a lot of it with my therapist, and some of it I'm not dealing with so well. But you don't want to think anything terrible has happened, or is happening. We're past it all now. I'm really not, Mom. And neither are you. Every time you look at me, I can see it. I'm I'm not... I don't know. I'm not the same to you. You always look scared. Well, of course she is. You're our son, Porter. We want you to be safe. We want you to be happy. I'm sorry, Mom. It's going to take a while for me to get there again. But you were. Myra made you happy. You need to work out whatever is happening with her. She's good for you, I can tell. You haven't always made the best decisions in your life. Your father and I both told you that Luke was no good for you to hang around. Mom, stop. I'm done. I need to get out of this house. It's now been, Jesus, five hours since the monitor came off. Dax, can we go for a drive or something, please? Sure, man. Of course. 
We still have to clean up? Really? Porter, go ahead. We'll take care of it. I'll make sure they're gone before you get back. Thanks. That's what big sisters are for, right? <laughs> yeah. I'll text you later. Okay. Dax and Porter have been driving for 15 minutes. They've been silent for 10, until Porter pulls the car to a stop across the street from Luke's house. What are we doing here? I don't know. Porter, this, this isn't healthy. You, you shouldn't be here. It's not like I'm gonna throw rocks at his window. We shouldn't be here. Did he ever invite you over? I mean, for more than a few minutes? We can have this conversation in a car, driving away from here. I don't think I've ever seen anything more than his living room. That should have been a sign, right? Not really. He's always been that way. He never wanted us to come over in high school. I just assumed that was a money thing. But this isn't, is it? I mean, he's the only one of us that owns a place. I've been thinking about high school, college, all that. Funny. I have too. Why didn't we know? I ask myself that same damn question every day. He was my best friend. I mean, you and Jen were too. I'm not trying to compare. I, I, I know. I know. We stopped talking for a while. You, me, him. I figured we just grew apart, you know? But then after Jen, it really was good to be around you guys again. Yeah. yeah. We just picked up where we left off. Just without Jen. Why'd you let him go? What? You heard me. You think I let him go? Yes. He was in your fucking apartment. You should have called the police or, or, or what? What was I supposed to do, Porter? You knew what he was capable of. So did you. You've known for months. Months. You could have done something, but you didn't. Why didn't you do anything? Because I was just... Scared. Exactly. I wasn't trying to be some damn hero. I was trying to protect Ryan. I was trying to protect myself, just like you were. I told him he wouldn't kill me, but shit, I don't know. I needed him to go. I needed him to get out of my space. Sorry. Everything, all of this, this is on me. Not all of it, man. Luke, Luke is unstable. Extremely so. You didn't know what would happen. None of us knew. I'm thinking about getting a gun. 
Or what? For protection. Do you plan on shooting them if you see them again? If I have to. Do you actually think you could? If I have to. We should go. I'm pretty sure those officers are going to tell us to go anyway. It was just a thought. A gun. It's your decision. Have you talked to Myra? No. She needs space. I was a real asshole when I showed up at the hospital, so I, I just need to keep my distance, I think. Do you want to talk to her? Yes. I don't think the feeling's mutual. I mean, would you forgive me? Haven't I already? <laughs> it's good for you to give her space. Let her decide when she's ready. But you two need to talk. It's not fair to either of you to make assumptions about your relationship. She doesn't want to talk to me. You have no idea how she's feeling. And you can't get closure without talking openly and honestly to each other. Have you talked to her? Not since Allie went home. Is she... Are they okay? No one's okay. Jesus, you know what I meant. Allie's pretty well healed and, and Myra's taking care of her. That's good. That's good. And what about you, man? What about me? How are you? You didn't answer me about the therapist for therapists. I don't need to see anyone. Really? Really. I'll go if I need to. I promise. I've never seen a dead person before. I mean, really seen one. I've been to funerals, but it's not the same. And he was in my kitchen. Right there. I sat at the counter yesterday and just stared at that spot. I didn't know Ryan all that well, and I admit, I feel a little guilty for not being more sad for him. I tried to save him, no. And I... I, I didn't, Dax. But I, I know I didn't do that to him. It's not my fault Ryan's dead. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. My guilt is from not being fast enough to help him. That's where it starts. That's where it ends. So the gun- I told you it was just an idea. And I said it was your decision but make sure you know why you're doing it and what could happen. You made decisions that had bad consequences, but you're not responsible for Jen's death, Heather's death, or Allie's pain. And now you owe me a hundred dollars. Shit, is that how much you charge? It's my friends and family discount. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna head back? Yeah, I guess. but I'm taking a fucking bike ride later. I don't want to be in my damn house for longer than necessary. <laughs> Good idea.
Join us again in two weeks for another episode of Boom. This episode featured the voices of Garrett Delosier as Porter Owens, Avalon Heron as Dax Fletcher, Brad Oxnam as Dr. Bentham, Paige Delosier as Anna Owens, Stephanie Hall as Isabel Owens, Peter Aylward as Henry Owens, and me, Michael R., as the narrator. Season 4 was recorded at Pod Studio One in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Producer, Amanda Lorraine. Production sound, Carl Huber. Sound design, Joshua Sui. Original score, Brian Irwin. Assistant director, Delilah Ferrer. Production assistant, Van Donnell. Social media guru, Ryan Allen. For more information on the show, where to find us on social media, and ways to donate to the show, please visit boom.observerpictures.com. Thank you for listening. And please share this podcast with a friend. Hello, friends. This is Mark Nell, executive producer of the Table Read podcast, where imagination meets performance. As we wrap up an incredible season one, we want to take a moment to express our heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you who tuned in and supported us on this amazing journey. Season one was nothing short of extraordinary. We delved into captivating scripts that transported us to worlds beyond our imagination, thanks to the brilliant writers who delivered these works. But what really brought these stories to life were the talents of our amazing actors. But wait, the excitement doesn't end there. As we bid farewell to season one, we are thrilled to announce the launch of season two. Get ready for more gripping narratives, more unforgettable characters, and more mesmerizing performances that will keep you on the edge of your seat. We have some big surprises coming. The Force will definitely be with you. So stay tuned, stay engaged, and most importantly, stay excited. From all of us at the Table Read Podcast, thank you, and let's make season two even more memorable together. <laughs>